I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, I've got a fascinating interview with a woman who wants more women in the field of electronic music. Her name is Eve Merritt. We talk about electronic music, past and present, depression, and women in electronics. Before we get to that, I want to thank everyone who contributed to our Summer Doldrums fundraiser, trying to get the necessary money to balance our books and get us through the summer. It has been the most successful fundraiser of the show by far. You can still donate at echoes.org. You'd be helping not only the Echoes podcast, but Echoes Radio, which brings listeners up to 10 hours of new music programming every week. So if you've heard an interview that made you go, wow, I didn't know that, or been turned on to music where you said, wow, I've never heard anything like that, support Echoes and the Echoes podcast. Go to echoes.org right now and hit the donate button. And now get ready for one of those artists that you will definitely only discover on Echoes, Eve Merritt. Live on Echoes Radio with John Deliberto. That's Eve Merritt, a musician in love with vocal processing and all things electronic. I love vocoded anything. Um, of course, Kraftwerk is a huge influence of mine, and Laurie Anderson has definitely influenced me and my approach to vocals. Eve Merritt is something of an anomaly for a musician in her mid-twenties. Her influences come from a decade and more before she was born. The first thing that comes to mind is like Harmonia and uh, Cluster and Popova and groups such as those who inspired me to kind of space out. If those names aren't familiar to you, they were all German space rock and electronic bands from the 1970s. These musicians were all in the vanguard of using electronic instruments in a psychedelic, rock-influenced context. Eve Merritt heard something in this music that she wasn't getting from her studies of clarinet, guitar, piano, and drums, all of which she undertook up through her college years in Nashville. Nor was she hearing it in contemporary pop music. The drone, the way it just pushes forward, it is interesting and subtle, the changes that are happening, it keeps me engaged, and it feels like a meditation. It makes me feel calm and energized simultaneously. So I'm really interested in creating music with a similar effect.
Sitting in the Echo studio after a live session, Eve Merritt is a petite woman with an ultra-short pixie haircut that is growing out from a period where she went completely Sinead O'Connor. She's a changeling in her life and her music. In Nashville, she's heavily involved with the LGBTQ community. I identify as a woman, a queer woman. I guess I'll just leave it at that. That ambiguity may be one reason why Merritt likes to alter her singing voice. I've always felt a little bit uncomfortable with my natural voice. Um, I think that thinking of my voice as an instrument and literally playing the notes on the keyboard provides a level of comfort. I also love the sound. I feel like it allows me to kind of have a more ethereal sound and I to sound like a synthesizer is pretty fun, so <laughs> I won't turn down an opportunity to sound like a synth. There are many women who are truly dedicated electronic artists. Pioneers like Suzanne Chani, Wendy Carlos, Lori Spiegel, Delia Dobbyshire, and Lori Anderson. And younger artists like Julia Holter, Closie, and Grimes. But for Eve Merritt, that's not enough. There's a stigma that, you know, women aren't as intelligent when it comes to operating electronics. And so we've kind of... Um, embodied that belief and I've met a lot of women and non-male people who are intimidated who don't know where to begin because they feel already that they won't make something of value. She's trying to remedy that with an organization she created in Nashville called Hyacinth House and that's Hyacinth as in synthesizer. In May of 2018 my friend Jess Chambers and I co-founded a collective in Nashville called Hyacinth House. And Hyacinth House is a collective for female, non-binary, and trans electronic music artists. We have hosted meetups and workshops and thrown events and shows to cultivate community and um, create more visibility for marginalized electronic musicians. And it's been an extreme pleasure and joy to feel like we've had a hand in allowing people like us to create electronic music. Sensibility is one of the elements that suffuses Eve Merritt's music. My music certainly explores like androgyny and ambiguity and um, how, you know, binaryism just separates all of us and um, we're all pretty much alike, in my opinion. She expresses this even on instrumental tracks like Feminine Intuition. Feminine Intuition. So I'm really, really curious about intuition. The process of me making music is a purely intuitive process where, you know, I'm not writing anything down. I don't have preconceived ideas before I sit down. It's a matter of me creating the right environment to create with and being 
open and available to the ideas that come in the moment. So feminine intuition is basically an experiment with that very same process. It was me turning on my micron and being like, okay, I guess I'll just play around until something sticks. Other influences on Eve Merritt's music are her somewhat traumatic teenage and college years. After attending Catholic school throughout her teens, she abandoned the church. I personally feel that I digested a lot of doctrine that was harmful to me and my self-esteem. To be told that I'm born um, a sinner and not saved and that I need this male figure to rescue me from myself is not, in my opinion, a healthy message for me. Some of those self-esteem issues led to other outcomes. I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I've been through treatment for an eating disorder as well. I finished treatment in 2016, a few months after my dad had died, and it was also my last semester of college. So it was, it was quite a lot, but I made it through. After I went through treatment, my creative energy expanded like tenfold. It was, I, I think that there's a direct link between my relationship with myself and my creativity. One of her first published pieces was a bare bones electronic work that emerged directly from some of those experiences. It has an unpronounceable title. There's a type of therapy called EMDR in which, you know, in some cases you wear headphones and there's sounds coming from one ear to the other. And I've experienced this therapy and thought, wow, you know, I kind of want to make a bridge between these two things. So that was my experiment with that. Eve Merritt's debut album, No More Running, is a statement. It's a breakup album. Thank you, Walter. It's a hymn to empowerment. Self-love is, is the root of my music and why I do it. And my own healing as well is part of that. And that's a message that I try to communicate through my music as well. It's also an homage to her father who died suddenly when she was 22. It would have been his 67th birthday when we spoke. And a couple of the songs are direct dedications to him. Letters from Christopher Richard, the title of that track alludes to the letters that my dad and I wrote to each other while he was in St. Louis and I was in Nashville. And I really enjoyed corresponding with him in that way. It was really fun for me um, to get, you know, a letter in the mail every week and to hear about what he'd been reading and what was going on with politics. It was all very, you know, matter of fact. But he would always end his letters with, you know, I love you just the way you are. and. He was just a really sweet person. So Letters from Christopher Richard is a driving, funky, fun, upbeat song. And it kind of touches on that aspect of my relationship with my dad and um, my resoluteness and uh, his resoluteness as well. Although she is decisively electronic, 
Eve Merritt can imagine herself sitting on a porch plucking a guitar. Absolutely, yes, I do that sometimes. Music can happen anyway, I don't mind at all. Really, however it comes is how it comes. Don't expect to hear that anytime soon, however. Eve Merritt is about to go off to Mills College in Oakland, a hotspot for experimental and electronic music since the 1960s. Her debut album is No More Running. Show you my You can get a hold of Eve Merritt's No More Running. I'll have a link for you in the posting for this podcast. Next week on the Echoes podcast, I've got another musician pushing the envelope, ambient harpist Mary Lattimore. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. Don't forget to donate at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. See you next week, tonight, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.